0: This is News Talk 980 CKNW.
1: Well, just before the break, we were we're chatting with the Newton Business Improvement Association Director, Philippe Aguirre, about his, uh, well, disappointment that the gaming license uh, is leaving Newton. He would like to see the community grow and be more of a cultural hub. That's just one part of Surrey. And my next guest has uh, written a letter, including his 15-point plan to tackle crime in Surrey. And joining us on the line to talk a bit more about this, about the plan itself, is Alex Sanga. Alex, thank you so much for being with us this morning.
0: Thank you, Jill, for having
1: me. Uh, the letter that, that you've written and laid out this plan, we'll go into some of the specifics. So why was it important for you to come up with a 15-point plan to tackle crime?
0: Well, I've lived in the Surrey, uh, Surrey area for over 20 years. I work here, I live here, I'm not very happy with how crime is um, really getting out of control in the city, but it's more than just c- crime. It's social problems like homelessness, drug and alcohol addiction, mental illness, poverty. We have um, you know, it's a three-point plan. It's more police, more patrol, more prevention. I feel Surrey needs is way underfunded for police. Surrey has only 800 police officers and Vancouver has about 1,300. So I, I think that's unfair. Surrey is a huge area to cover. We have Tons of immigrants and refugees coming to the city. We are we are growing. We are getting about a 1,000 new people moving to the city every month. Um, we have increasing problems with the drugs and gangs in the city. And, um, you know, um, so we need to have the police on the streets to have a visible presence and to do the job that they need to do. And that's the first thing. And also, you know, even though there's a downward trend with crime overall in Syria, the sexual violence is going through the roof. Um in the second quarter of two thousand and seventeen it was up eighty two percent and it's up forty six percent overall. So these are serious violent crimes that are happening in Syria. And I think there was two hundred and twelve uh sexually violent crimes um, already this year. I mean that's you know, that doesn't I mean that doesn't make a lot of people, especially women, feel safe in our community. And the other part of this plan is more patrol and people say, Well, why do you need a volunteer police force? You know, that's you know, that's not good. Well, we already have 300 volunteer community safety patrol with the uh, um, Surrey Crime Prevention Society and they do a fabulous job. I think it's really a no-brainer for um, the various levels of government and, this, and, the, and the local government to continue to fund that. I mean, they're doing a fabulous job and they're reducing crime and they're a visible presence on their streets and we haven't really had any problems with them since they started this program. So I think we need uh, more patrol and more people looking out for each other on the streets. And the other part of this plan is more prevention. And part of that plan is um, getting a collaborative approach and getting the federal and provincial government to the table to tackle problems like homelessness, drug addiction, mental illness, poverty. And also, our courts are so backlogged. So it doesn't matter what we do about police or patrol. I mean, our courts are so freaking backlogged that people just get sent back out on the street. So... I was recommending we have a community court to redirect and rehabilitate minor offenders and open up some space. And also, we need to do something about the court system. The provincial government has to come in and and provide more resources so the courts are properly funded and they can deal deal with the crime.
1: Right. And that's not an issue that's specific to Surrey. That's something that we see in Vancouver, we see in Victoria, we see in many parts of the province.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, it's a problem i mean i think we need a regional approach to crime in this area it doesn't matter what the borders are of the city i mean people can just go to delta or they can just go to burnaby or new west and do crime you know and so i think we need a regional approach and a regional strategy to deal with crime throughout the region and uh you know but syria also you know, you've know, got to put out the fire where the fire is syria has a lot of crime so we need some support in syria as well and like i said we only have 800 police officers who are a city that's going to be the largest city in the province not you know, in in due time, and you know, Vancouver has thirteen hundred. So, why is there such a discrepancy? I don't understand this. No one has been able to answer that question to me.
1: Well, and we have heard from the mayor, and we've heard from politicians that talk about putting more money into this to getting more officers uh, in Surrey. So, wh- wh- how would you go about doing that? Because part of yeah. the problem has been even when we go back to when they promised one hundred new officers for Surrey, I was finding the officers and getting the officers to actually translate into boots on the ground.
0: Yeah. So this is why I said. I mean, if I were to go to the provincial federal government and say we need 500 new officers to get parity with Vancouver, that would never happen. So that's why I have um, uh, the community volunteer police force, where we we enhance the Surrey Crime Prevention Community Safety Patrol and try to build upon that. And um, you know that would be kind of like a bridge until we can recruit more officers.
1: Uh, One of your other, uh, number eight on the list, uh, part of that is to develop a plan to to eliminate, reduce or prevent crime before it even happens. Uh, How do you do that?
0: Well, I think we need to provide housing for the homeless. We need to provide detox detox, and um, alcohol and drug counseling for people who are addicted. We need to provide, you know, medication support services and supported housing for people who are mentally ill. We need a serious poverty reduction plan in Surrey. I mean, there's so many children and families living in poverty. Many people are homeless, living on the streets. I mean, it's really ridiculous. We need some sort of system in place to reduce poverty. And I think the new NDC government is looking at that. But um, it's really going to take cooperation from the federal and provincial government. I mean, the hands are kind of tied by the local government because they don't have the jurisdiction or the mandate or the funding to solve a lot of these problems because they're provincial problems or they're federal problems.
1: Exactly, and a lot of your, your points and there are, are things that to have them implemented would be at the level of government above city council to make them happen.
0: Yeah, well, I think this is not an excuse not to make things happen. Government is responsible to the people. If the people need the government to act, they need to get organized and they need to um, deliver, deliver the goods. This is why they're elected. This is why they're in government. You can't just neglect an issue because you're, you're not the level of government doing it. They all need to come to the table. They need a collaborative impact approach and they need to solve the problems.
1: Um, uh, something as well that you've put in on the list, uh, keeping the city clean, uh, reducing graffiti and vandalism. That is something that a block watch or community watch uh, could uh, go out and could perhaps uh, try and tackle. Um, what about something like that? Is that, is that something that you would be proposing as well?
0: Yes, because I think it was New York City that had this broken windows theory, and they really reduced their crime. They went after everything. If a window was broken, if there was a graffiti, if there was violence, they had community police and city workers go out there, clean it up, and there was a big difference in how people respected their community, how the pride people had in the community, and the crime started to go down, and people started to, they had better lighting, better lighting and better street lighting, and... Um, You know, the community just started to clean up and crime went down. So I really believe that, you know, you have to um, keep your city, you know, uh, graffiti, vandalism free and keep and to instill pride in the community and to reduce crime. I mean, if your place, your city looks like a mess, it's more likely to turn into a mess.
1: Well, and that was uh, one of the uh, stories out this past week. Uh, There was a fire in Surrey, I'm sure you've heard about, that turned Mm -hmm. into a homicide investigation. Uh, And members of the Bridgeview neighborhood once again said they felt like they are the bottom of the barrel, that nobody pays attention. I I remember doing stories about Bridgeview 15 years ago, with people saying the same thing, and it doesn't seem the situation's gotten any better. In fact, it looks like it's gotten worse.
0: Actually, I live in Surrey City Centre. I live in the heart of Surrey City Centre. I work in Gateway, which is probably one of the most impoverished areas in the Lower Mainland, and there's, you know, a huge tent city two minutes away, and um, Bridgeview has, you know, you know, money goes where people, you know, I mean, I'm sad to say that um, a lot of the politicians live in nice parts of uh, Surrey, um, and doesn't matter what level of uh, area they are, they they tend to look after their own neighbourhoods and their own areas. That's probably one of the reasons we need uh, some sort of ward system in Surrey, and, uh, you know, Bridgeview gets neglected because it's an impoverished community and it doesn't have a lot of people speaking out for it. And this is why we need people from North Surrey coming out and being on council and being on different levels of government and advocating for them.
1: Uh, are you going to run for council?
0: Well, it's a year away. I'm exploring the issue, but I haven't made an announcement.
1: <laughs> it sounds like you are, are gearing towards that, though. It sounds like you have a lot of ideas that you would like to bring out to, at that level. Well, I'll see,
0: but it's very hard to get elected as an independent in. You know, you need to get onto a slate or a political party. So I will be exploring and talking to a few people and see if there's an interest in if I'm a good fit with some of the uh, slates.
1: And do you think, as a, if you were to go that route, to, to the city council route? And again, because so many of these issues are provincial or even federal, uh, what 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 area do you think you can um, have the most impact, make the most change on a civic on a municipal level? Well,
0: at a civic at a municipal level, I think. Um, I think social planning needs to be uh, expanded. Even though a lot of the issues are provincial and federal, I think if we have social workers and researchers figuring out, making the economic case, the social case to solve some of these problems, and then we can, then we have some evidence to take it to the provincial and the federal level and say, listen, this is our poverty rate. This is how our drug addiction is affecting our communities. This is the case. You need to fund it. Right? Because right now um, we have that gap. We don't have, have that void. There is some work being done. But, you know, a lot of times people just say, well, it's it's not our mandate. It's not our responsibility. It's up to the province. And they, you know, they have tons of things and priorities on their plate, so it's not a priority for them. So I think I would be interested in social planning as a social worker and try to draw attention to these issues. And because I really think like half our problems would be gone if we dealt with homelessness, drug and alcohol addiction, mental illness and poverty. I mean, I think a lot of our, I mean, there's actually businesses shutting down and closing down because of the you know, there's a growing spread of this, social problems.
1: Yeah, exactly. We've we've talked to a lot of those business owners as well. Alex, we'll have to leave it there, but um, my guess is we will talk to you again. Thank you so much uh, for joining us and talking about this this morning.
0: Thank you so much for having me, Joe. Bye-bye.
1: All right, bye-bye.
0: Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.